So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. Ha <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. What up? What up? What up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca, and as always, thank you for tuning in. I am super excited today. We have coming in our pro wrestling insider, Shane Peacher is back for part two of the WrestleMania review. Also featuring some of those hilarious clips from Keeping It 100. Shout out to Conan. Thank you for having me on and subscribe to their podcast and their Patreon. So, yes, sir, let us get into this right now. But first, you know how we like to start here the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's Overture. So, let's kick this bad boy off. Yo, yo. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not going to do that again. Shout out 703 Boys and my man Paradise Street. All right. So, uh, you guys ready to review WrestleMania? If you don't agree or you do agree and you have a comment, Go right ahead. What didn't work out well for them was this ending for The Fiend and Orton. What the hell was that? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, and I love The Fiend character, Omar, but I can't stand that red crap. Nope. Denied. <laughs> the match in red the whole oh, yeah. time. And why would you turn Alexa on him already? That was gold. You just ruined make, it already. It just doesn't make any sense because you could have just played, like, I don't care for the storyline, but it, you could have played it out so much longer. And at that point in time, it really doesn't make sense because the Fiend coming back from being burned should have won that match at WrestleMania. Uh, meanwhile. Orton versus the Fiend. Okay, so I thought this when the match started. I have a feeling they're putting this match on first. Because people are less likely to boo because they've been sitting there waiting for the show to start yeah. and they're more energized. Great, great job, guys. You still got them to boo. I I incredible, bro. What a f weak finish. What the f was that? And let me just say this. I, I understand why would she distract him during the match and why would he turn his back on Orton, okay? Now, people will say, oh, you know, uh, we're going to find out later on to create buzz, bro. This is the show where most more people are watching your show, number one. Number two, when this first started, as you know, I was a humongous fan. It was my favorite thing on the show every week, and they managed to turn me against it. This was the show where you had the show improve. This was the show where you had to give me something, and you gave me that to watch it Monday again. To me, that was weak. It was weird, and I mean, the biggest reaction they got was the holy shit shit. And it was just like everything was discombobulated. And like you said, people are saying, well, it's going to come out later that maybe they were together, that something happened. But it's like, well, WrestleMania is where you're supposed to give all of those endings. Yeah. That's where you're supposed to tie off all the loose ends yeah. for the year. Yeah. 
and had the complete opposite of what I thought. I'm like, I'm like, why it's going to crush him, get revenge for getting burned. So you can, he, he, he could be set on fire and come back, but a, a single RKO put him down for the count. I was like, that is stupid. Now what I read on Twitter and I don't, I haven't followed this as close to some people. Someone on Twitter said, here's what happened, right? Alexa bliss initially was possessed by the spirit of, of sister Abigail. And now that she brought the fiend back to full power, Sister Abigail has full power over Alexa Bliss and turn and turn on the fiend. I don't know. That's someone on Twitter put that. I was like, I don't get it, man, because Bray Wyatt is one of the most creative talents on that roster, hands down, and they keep fucking up his character, man. So I'm like you, Conan. I'm, I'm frustrated and I'm and I'm out on this whole. St- well, they're changing. Yeah. They're, they're gonna, looks like they're changing the focus to fiend versus Alexa. Whatever that means. Eventually. Right. And then Alexa having the black stuff coming down her head, I thought uh, Papa Shango was about to come out. Uh, Papa Shango, <laughs> no! Not Papa. Hey, what happened? <laughs> 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 what if they bring Papa Shango back? <laughs> well, just remember that that whole black stuff coming from her head was uh, Papa Shango Ultimate Warrior oh, since 1992. I remember <laughs> Ultimate Warrior was my favorite wrestler growing up, so I vividly remember that skit. <laughs> And he used crazy. he used his hair to cover the gimmick, and she yeah. had some kind of thing on her head, some yeah. Wonder Woman crap. I don't know what it was. Yeah, so I don't know why they why they ruined that gig. I agree, the red is kind of annoying. I mean, at first I liked it, but now it's kind of just getting hard to watch. What uh, was that? Uh, what was that old uh, Nintendo Virtual Game? It, it reminds me of that. You know, remember the big thing you put your eyes in when we were kids, and it was oh, all red. Oh, I forget <laughs> what it was called. That's that's what. It is like watching a Bray Wyatt match, and it just stinks. Like, turn the lights on. Like, it doesn't do anything for the presentation, but make make my head hurt. And it makes it harder for the people to see there, too, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So, where do they go with Fiend and Orton now? Like, I saw Orton wrestle or Riddle on Raw, so what happens with those two? Yeah, it's like they're moving on. I, I think right. they're like, moving on. What the on. hell was the point of you uh, having Alexa turn on Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania? And so, what are you going to have? Uh, what was the point? Yeah, there was no point, and that's the problem. Are they going to come mean, back to it later or something? Hey, what happened? Tusty! I don't know. Are they going to do some love affair where, you know, Bray gets depressed because Alexa's, like, turned on him? Like, it uh, just, I don't know what they're going to do. So weird. Anyways, let's get away from Alexa, who who used to be a good women's wrestler, who was actually impressive as well because she didn't have the background of women wrestling. So at first, I, I didn't care for her, but then... You know, once I saw how good she got uh, without a background, I was kind of impressed. So speaking of impressive, Bianca Belair, I don't want to leave out Rhea Ripley. She definitely deserves a shout out here. Uh, Meanwhile. (laughs) Who's got the bigger upside, her or uh, Bianca? I don't know. They're both. I mean, she's a Rhea's a better wrestler. One thousand percent. Right. But they're both very Who's marketable. Who's a better superstar? You know? I don't know, bro. They're both they're superstars. Both, they're both, yeah. yeah. Eventually. 
but I don't agree with the decision of taking the belt off of Asuka. I thought they could have had something happen there where I thought they just gave it to Asuka and they should have kept her. I love Asuka anyways, but shout out to Rhea Ripley because she's awesome too, so hopefully she has a good run with it. But anyways, we're not going to get into that. That was just a shout out to Rhea. But for Bianca Belair, what a great story. Is she the champ that needs right now? Oh, oh, of course. The EST, Omar. Woo. The best. <laughs> I mean, she worked her ass off to get where she's at, and she's really good. I mean, she's better than half of the men. And, man, that spot where she whipped that hair like she was. dun 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 dun, dun. Indiana Jones. Oh, my. Woo! <laughs> that, that's what it was. I mean, that was the loudest noise, and that marked. Oh, man. That was a perfect. The boss got smacked. I'll oh. tell you. Say hello to my little friend. It was a beautiful setup to the finish. I mean, you couldn't have did any better. Uh, got the win. It was a great ending to night one of Mania. New women's champion. I can't say any much about that match. They worked a hell of a match. It was definitely very special. I can't believe that sound of that hair. Fatality. And shout out to uh, James Long for the uh, hype video. I talked to him about that, and that was the hype video for that match was amazing. Shout out to Jim Long for that. James Long, our friend, our dear, dear friend, James Long is the one that produced that video. That's awesome. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. But yeah, that that hair whip was crazy, man. The, the sound that it made, the noise that it made was ridiculous. And the welt that it left on uh, the oh, boss's yeah. stomach. Ooh. What do you think happens with Asha now? Do you think she disappears for a while? Probably like a month or two. Yeah, give her a, give her a break. But I mean, you can't you can't end that rivalry. I mean, that's match's got to happen again. Oh, I mean, they, give it to uh, give it to me again at SummerSlam, man. I'm all for it. Oh, all about it. I am 100 percent in on that. What about Becky Lynch? That's a throw follow up because there, there's rumors that she's supposed to come back. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, she had the kid. She's been off for a while. She's been working out. She's posted on her Instagram about it. So I think she definitely is coming back soon. Uh, I thought it was going to be the day after WrestleMania because that's when everybody usually comes back. But right. again, I think. The Thunderdome crap ruins the comeback because they want fans there, I think, you know. They don't want these big comebacks with no fans there. They don't need the the fake noise, you know. Um, no, that that's makes my sense. guess. You might as well save it. Yeah, and that makes complete sense, which is why I didn't understand why they didn't let Drew win at WrestleMania because he didn't get to win in front of the fans last year. But I also don't understand why they gave it to Lashley so quickly when they could have let Drew win it at WrestleMania in front of the fans and then have Lashley take it from him afterwards. Yeah, exactly. I didn't understand that either. You know, who am I? I don't work at the WWF. Maybe I should. Maybe I need to call up our dear friend James Long and be like, maybe I need to be a storyline writer. Call me and peach up. We'll write better storylines for you. Exactly. All right. So speaking of, what is next for Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre? I think they're going to continue the feud for the next few months, I, I'd say. I, I'd say we're going to get the next few pay-per-views having matches. And there'll probably be different matches, you know, like a, a cage match. Uh, meanwhile. It was almost like when you were watching that Bobby Lashley match with um, Drew. It's like, yeah, it just looks different. It feels different when you see two huge behemoths going at it so yeah. the the main thing that was very weird to me was um when roman came out i did not expect him to get booed i thought he was going to be very over mm -hmm. so i kind of i like that you know yeah and i i don't know if i was a big fan of him stacking the two baby faces on top of them beating them both not a big fan of that but what a match yeah because yeah. at least if he pins one guy the other guy can go hey you never beat me i get the shot next month whatever that's 
it was very definitive. It's the most definitive ending I think I've ever seen. Right. You know, right. yeah. and I think before he had actually claimed that he was going to do that, and then, and then afterwards he did an interview with the three dudes, and he was like, "I told you I was going to stack them on top of each other." Okay. Eventually. Then, you know, it'll escalate to something like that or some sort of stupid sword match I can see. <laughs> a sword match? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought of I just thought of uh, him coming out with his sword, you know? I don't know. Yes. You know how Vince is. They'll make something up. Be like the Berserker trying to stab the Undertaker in 90. <laughs> <laughs> the sword. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. Oh my god, that's hilarious! The sword match, I could so see that. I mean, the, I mean, they had the Nigerian drum match. <laughs> like what? It wasn't even nothing special. It was just a hardcore match. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. When I heard it was wow. a drum fight, and their explanation is, "I'm gonna beat you," so it sounds like a drum. <laughs> I was like, okay, these. My- Kids don't even know what the match is going to be. Yeah. But it was just a weapons match, it you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like a whole bar. That was it. Eventually. I can already hear Michael Cole. Sword on a pole next month at the pay-per-view. Sword on a pole? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Well, my friend, before I let you go, one last question. We can't leave without talking about the big dog. He has been doing his best work the past year. I have to give it up for him. Honestly, I am a noted Roman Reigns hater. Quad! But I can say that ever since he came back as a heel um, and started the program with Uso and then all that other stuff, he has been amazing to watch my friend what is your opinion on roman reigns and is he one of the best oh i think the head of the table gimmick is the best thing going in wrestling today mm-hmm. and he really is good now i mean the addition of paul Heyman is great i'm just waiting for brock to come back so he can have his face run because you know that's what's going to happen he's it, it has to i mean roman's with paul now like you, you gotta you, you gotta use that in the storyline you have to uh. I mean, uh, we, we, we both thought about that, and I, I'm sure others have, and I, I agree with you. I, that's what I want to see, right? Um, I don't see why you would pass up that opportunity when you have it right there in front of you. Yeah, and Brock needs a face run. I mean, since he came back, it's been heel, heel, heel. I was going to say, heel. yeah, when has he ever – I mean, he hasn't been a face since he first started, probably. Since he first started, exactly. So it's about that time. You need at least one last face run, so – When do you think he's coming back? Have you heard anything? I have not heard a thing. This is just total prediction. I mean, because you know how – predictable they are i mean oh he's definitely gonna come back at some point and how can you not how can you not have that match when paul is with roman right now like there has to be some sort of jealousy gimmick when he comes back you know like hey what are you doing with him you're my guy i mean i would be it just makes too much sense (laughs) for him and i know it's a story (laughs) exactly and by the way i love uso with him too i love it yeah i mean he is such a good crony he is a great crony for roman Man, he has played his role amazingly. Everything from the emotion, the raw emotion and storytelling with the matches they had together when he was like, you know, you're going to call me the head of the table and all this. Right. It was just amazing. And yeah, now that he's coming and he's like you said, he's his crony now and he's a sidekick. Now he's even playing a better role because he's 
fighting all the people, right? He's like the he's like the boss before the final boss, right? You got to get through him first, kind of thing. Oh, the his old twin brother has to be jealous of this. I was gonna I'm, say, yeah. I mean, after, was it because it, I mean he had that arrest? Is that why? And then so. Well, I think he's also injured, isn't he? I think he has like some sort of injury, like where he's out, and that's why. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. But I mean, I don't. If he comes back anytime soon, you can't put them back together. I mean, no, you got to yeah, keep this. Do? I mean, it's yeah. too good. The, the, wow. the story's too good. Oh, that's right, because he did come back for a little bit, so he must have got injured. That's right. Awesome. Well, my brother, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Is there anything else you wanted to say about WrestleMania? No, I just, like I said, I love the fans being there, and I hope we get back to fans in the arena, because I need to go to a show. It's been how long? Over a year now? Dude, I cannot uh, wait to go to another show. I'm fiending to go to a wrestling show. So bad. I know. If I lived in Florida, I'd go to AEW in Jacksonville every once in a while, because that looks like a great time. That would be awesome. I'm so jealous of them. So I know. No doubt. Damn. But anyways, appreciate it. Thanks for talking WrestleMania and wrestling, as always. Pro Wrestling Insider Shane Pizza. Hit him with your Twitter sign off, my friend. Well, thanks, everybody. And uh, Twitter is at Mania. And let's talk some World Wildlife Foundation like Omar loves to talk about. Uh, uh, he loves those pandas. You're so stupid. I do love pandas and penguins, yeah. Say what? Anyways, <laughs> thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Take it easy, buddy. Hey, you too, brother. Have a great day. And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Birds podcast. With Omar's epilogue. You don't know half the time what the fuck is going yeah. over there in that place. When Mark asked me, what do you think's going on? Like, how <laughs> can you tell? They do yeah. so much stupid shit. Yeah. Let me that tell you. Great. How many managers are in... There? I don't think there's as many as there used to be, but how many managers are in wrestling right now? Uh, well, because of, a, because of AEW, there's there's more than there was. Well, say right, Jake. Say Jake and Taz are over there. Uh, the bunny, I guess. Um, she, I'm gonna she need manager. Don Callis. I'm oh, Matt, Hardy. Matt Hardy. Yeah. Um, Tully. 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 Right. Um, so, so and then MVP Paul. and Heyman. Yeah. MVP. Right. So if you notice, like all the old school guys, almost all of them. They're the ones cutting the really good promos. They're the ones that know where they need to be. They're the ones that, you know, aren't upstaging the talent because right. Polly, first of all, he's in a league by himself. I yep. worked for him. Yep. So I can tell you that, bro, just talking to the motherfucker, you can tell. So he's in a league by himself, you know, but, you know, we've had Lord Cyrus on here a million times and you see how fucking entertaining he is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who's another old school? Taz does still great promos, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Tully, I think Tully did, did a, does a good job on AEW. Right. So right. Yeah, very Tully, limited Tully, Tully. Yeah, he's done some good promos too. Jake's the only one that hasn't really brought it that much. That first promo he did when he first showed yeah, up awesome. was fire. Yeah. fire. Arn, I don't think Arn is, has been that great. No, either. me neither. Yeah, yeah, because they keep him as like a clipboard hold and parcel. Yeah, he could be or... better. Yeah, you know, right? Did you guys all see yeah. it, right? And I'm sure everybody that's listening to the show, bro, and, and I and I was happy, man. I saw about four good matches, right? Mm-hmm. The only match I didn't like was a women's match mm-hmm. and the Fiend match. Everything yeah. else was good to very good to the main event that was great, and I'm happy, man. I I like to watch good wrestling. I you know, I don't want to fucking be bearing everything, even though that is fun too. But there's nothing it's worse it's- than sitting through something that you love so much for three hours and going, what the fuck? 
fuck? What is yeah. this? Back in the day. Am I getting too old saying back in the day? No, but it was better. <laughs> Omar, what were, you, what were you saying? You got stepped on a little bit. No, there. I was just going to say that's the benefit of having it for two days, right? So you can just have it condensed and have oh, you know, yeah. a few matches yeah. here and there. Yeah. When I went to the one in New Orleans a few years ago, like you said, it was like six, seven yeah. hours long by the time the main event came. I was worn out. I mean, I was still hyped because I had been drinking, but I was worn out. That's a long day of drinking, too. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy. And as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until then, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way. Holla! So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening, because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better, because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.